Ooh. Hey, Father. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. So, what story are we getting into today? <gasps> A day off? Okay, Father. Call back later. <gasps> you guys, this week we got another Bible Babe Q&A. With me, your host, Brianda. Brianda. And of course, joining me another week, another dollar, my Spanish croquette. <laughs> I love your sense of music. I wish I could sing like you, actually, but how are you? <laughs> like I said in an Instagram comment before, I really wish that Apple iOS had a croquette emoji. <laughs> You did say that. I just really wish that it did. I would just... I mean, Instagram has the one that is like... Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, I I didn't... Wait, why are you looking up cro croquette? Oh, okay, because you are the Spanish croquette. Of course, you're looking yeah. up croquettes like, on Instagram. A, a listener called me croquette the other day, and I was like, okay, it's yes! official. Like... I'm officially the Spanish croquette. The no, that's Spanish croquette. I, I went love from it. Spanish vixen to Spanish croquette. Everybody, whoop! It's more appropriate, <laughs> and it also rhymes with coquette. Tú eres una coqueta. Ah, that's true. Tú eres una coqueta, de verdad. Anyways, honey, how you been? What's life? What's new? What's, what's going on? Long day today. Long day at work. Can't at wait work, for my boss to go away. in your corporate little my, yeah. office job. I know. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Like, you know how everyone has their story of like, you know, 10 years ago I was homeless mm. and now look at me. I feel like we're in it. Like, I mean, we're not homeless. You're but there. Like, this <laughs> you're, is you're down where you're going to be talking in a few years. Like, no, trust the process. I used to be like <laughs> This is struggling. what I'm referring to. Where's Brianda? Brianda's camera. Brianda, future Brianda again. Hi, future Brianda. Hi, Yeah. This is the struggle bus. You're on it, babes. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're on it right now. Um, a lot of people were reaching out, Clara, I'm like praying for you, and I'm like, oh, and they would really pray for me. How I know, many? Yours, yours is true. Yes, other people would just say it, but the Bible babes, like, come on, it's they a Bible show. It. Bible babes, can I really just say something right quick? You guys are the most special. They're so patient with me and so like, they know my life's a mess right now and mm -hmm. they're so patient and they legit leave me voice notes. They leave me voice notes Aww. on Instagram and the ones that have my my cell phone number, they leave me voice notes, prayers, mm. legitimate, like when people say, I will pray for you, no, they really will there. And it is such, I, I'm so fortunate to, you know, I mean, I may not know them IRL, but, I know them online. They feel like my friends. You Isn't know? that the new life though? The new era? Like you just have friends online? I know. Like that's not weird anymore. I know. Like before? It is a little strange because there are some, and we're all Bible babes here. I don't want to offend anybody, okay? I'm, I love everybody. If you come here every week, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Make sure to join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bible Brianda. But there are, <laughs> Are some babes? They're a bit aggressive. Babes of the pay. Uh, babes of the show. Mm. Very aggressive, and it appears to me that the relationship that they have with me in their minds is deeper than what it is what it truly is or. and that gets a little that gets a little odd i was recognized in the gym i told you yes. this is weeks ago like but things yeah. like that i'm like huh i don't know if i could get used to that i don't know well, mama, like this comes with these like you being in front of the camera every week brings <laughs> these you want to grow numbers you want to uh you know like grow I the mean, pot whatever mm -hmm. It comes with these. Right. And I, I, I also want to asterisk this and say that no one's recognizing me on the street yet. Okay. Nobody yes, is. Yes, they have. Sometimes. Very, yeah. But it's because I'm in New York City and we have a, a big population of oh, listeners. Oh, you're in New York, in New York City, City, one of the biggest cities in the world. Anywho, 
Uh, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is it's not something, it's the same thing with those parasocial relationships. Clara put the parasocial definition over here. It's when the relation, it, ugh, read the freaking definition online, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me say it. Uh, Clara, what's the definition? Yeah, Cla- this is producer Clara. Parasocial relationships are one-sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time, and the other party, the persona, is completely unaware of the other's existence. And that's what I mean. Most common with celebrities, organizations, such as sports teams or television stars. Which I'm not a celebrity, but what I'm but saying is... But you are a podcast star, so... Uh, no, not even that. But it's the nature, like... It it gets a little... But oh, podcasting, it's even different. It's e- because... Podcasting is every week. It's worse. Like they get to know you better. Yeah, celebrities. It's like you get to know what they do, and maybe on their Instagrams they'll show you little spell snippets. Right? Podcasting. The whole allure of podcasting is that it's long form. It makes you believe that you're yeah like friends and like you create a connection. And there is this guy who. And you know me, I'm pretty friendly. I try and engage with as many people as I can. It's becoming increasingly more challenging to do uh, the hard, the, the you know, the more we grow and stuff. But there are some people that I was friendly with in the, you know, a few months ago that have now delved into another way of communicating with me that is not well. Mm. And that's where I'm like, oh, wow, this is strange. Because mm. I've been a fan of people and I, w- I wouldn't dare you know, divulge this information on a stranger. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's odd. It's a little odd. I also think the nature, sorry, I know you're about to say something, but the nature of Bible stories with Brianda is so intimate that I think it, it you know, it creates an environment where people feel so connected. It invite, and invites them. Yes, yeah. very inviting. And you, you we um, always try to keep it real, right? We always try, try to keep it transparent. You have a bad day. You have uh, an emotional day that you're crying, that you're like not feeling well or whatever. You're completely transparent. You don't put on a mask and you don't put on a show just for the sake of no. the podcast. So that also creates, like it just helps, which is part of the um, um, objecti- um, objective. Yeah, like part of the goal that we have with this podcast and being transparent, which is like having Bible babes create a real connection with like who you are truly, like your real self. And, you know, everything comes with good and bad. Like, yeah, this is what happens. People do feel they get to know you. They do know a big part of you because you show a lot. The patrons. But they don't know you personally. The patrons I know well, and, I, and I'm and i so grateful for that. And it feels, if you, and you know how it is, how it is, because you Zoom them every mm-hmm. month too. It's like the ones that we know, and when you see their name popped up, it's it, it's, dif- it's different. And it's almost like, yes, they can divulge anything to me. Like, that's right. different. Yeah. But when you don't know them that intimately, it's it becomes, it, it becomes, maybe it's just me. I don't know. It could be just me because I know that, uh, Wheezy's really good with it. I, she's just, she's super duper extroverted too. And she like, you know, there's some people who just are built for this and they mm. like the attention and they like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, I guess it's just, I don't know. I would, I've always wanted to be known for like the thing that Instead I do. Of- me. What are you doing? What are you getting known for? The brand, the brand is, I guess, a little bit of me. A lot of, a lot of bit of me. It's my name's on the title, right? <laughs> uh, and that's what I'm like trying to sit with, and it's it gets me a little anxious. But I'm, I'm, nothing I can't control. I'm not. There are other yeah. things, you know. And you just really gotta get used to it because if you want to grow bigger, that's just gonna come with it. <sighs> yeah. Well, Clara, in um, the spirit of full transparency, yeah, I had an occurrence happen. So last week's episode was titled, God is a Person, which ruffled a lot of feathers. Mm. It's like a lot of the DMs I got were, were like, hey, sorry you're in pain, sorry you're crying. But you're wrong. F you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what? Why can't I get some sympathy? <laughs> <clears throat> um, and I wanted to allot some time to kind of talk a little bit about this. So 
I thought that the people disputing my claims of God being a person were of different religious beliefs. Right. A lot of them were uh, self-proclaimed Christians who were arguing with my ideas of God being a person. Hmm. And that was concerning. Clara, truly concerning. As a Christian, the whole, like the whole, uh, I can't even, is the, 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 the foundation of you being a Christian is taking Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior one. Uh, believing that Jesus Christ died on that cross for all of our sins and was resurrected three days later, right? And then ascended up to heaven, like believing this and believing in the Holy Trinity. Those three things are what make, like that, that that's the foundation of being a Christian. If you don't believe that God is a person, you're missing a Trinity. A corner of the Trinity. What, Clara? That's what I was going to say. Like, bet you all these people, they didn't even listen to the episode. They just saw the title. They didn't listen to the episode. Because in the episode, you say how this is one side off. Clara, I put, I saw a comment on YouTube. And I said, Brie, you just got to stop. Got to stop responding. The comment was, I mean, you can't just say that. Oh, I had responded. Uh, uh, God is, uh, Jesus is God. Any Christian would know what that means, Right. Uh, and the person uh, disputing the claims seems to be a Christian. That's not even the person I was referring to minutes like moments yeah, ago. Yeah. But he goes, he comments back saying, "You think that you could you could explain this in one sentence? It's going to take more than that." And I was like, "More than a fifty minute episode?" That's what I'm saying. They didn't listen to the episode. Like, Anywho, but like, that's part like that's part of like. You kind of fell where we wanted you to fall, though, because isn't that why the <laughs> the name of the title is catchy and like this? Like it makes you want to click and see yeah. what is she talking about? And That's then a little you, bit of like, the marketing. You just, I'm sorry, babe, but you just fought, you just fell you for fell it. You fell for it? Yeah. Well, good. I want you to fall for it. Yeah, thank you. Come, j j j Jesus died for your sins and your sins, too. Um. No, but I, I, I just wanted to unpack that. I, and then I, but I didn't, and I don't want to attack them and I'm not judging. It may sound like I am because of the kikiing and the laughing or whatever, but I really am not. I've been there. Surrendering your life and surrendering your old ways of thinking, it takes you fully accepting Christ into your life and to understand that God is a person. In fact, the Holy Trinity was inspired onto man so that we can get to know God. It's like the cheat code. It's the only code. It's like the only way you will ever get to understand God and his omnipotence and his power, his almighty power is by accepting that God is of three persons. Again, I am a Christian. If you believe in another religion, I am, I can see how the Holy Trinity is foreign to you, not enough for you, still confusing for you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you are a if you proclaim to be a Christian, brothers and sisters, and you do not understand that God is a person, we gotta gotta get in that text, get in the text, and pray for clarity, um, or listen to the episode. Uh, no, no. But obviously it wasn't enough, you know? No, I bet you they didn't listen. That's <laughs> maybe, what maybe. Honestly. Maybe, maybe. You know, it's not, and it's it's a it's a it's a it's a part of theology that's so instrumental in in what Christian faith looks like. And it it concerns me when my brothers and sisters say that, you know, it's more like, okay, wait, hold on, we're halfway there. Hmm. Now let's expand on that. It's not it, it it it's maybe it's you're not a part of the right church group or you don't you don't have the right Christian circle around you. I've been there. Maybe that's it. But God is a person. God, the Father, God the Son, and the God the Holy Spirit. God the Ghost, the Holy Ghost. Like the the that that that's the Holy Trinity. I, I, oh God, am I making sense, Clara? Um, I think you are. Uh, I just. Uh, 
you just waste too much time with I know. people that want to waste your time, honestly. Because I, but that's really important. Do your homework. Though. Listen to the episode. If you have something to say, say something about the episode, not about the title. Period. That's my point of view. That's you, it. you guys, Next. listen, listen. Good cop, bad cop. Who's good cop? Who's bad cop? Me or Clara? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Clara, do you think uh, what else is there to talk about? Am I ready to start the episode? Or? No. I had I have a um, little surprise. Well, it's not my surprise, but I prepared it kind of for you. You just got to look behind your Bible. I left something there for you that came from one of your Bible babes, which <gasps> she honestly deserves this because poor thing. <gasps> she sent it twice. It kept it kept getting sent back. <gasps> oh, ooh, I don't want my address. I don't want your address. Oh, Bible babe, Helen. Uh, hi, Helen. Bob, David and Helen. So the quote, well, I don't know if they want me to say their last names, but Bible babe, Helen, thank you. And by proxy, Bible babe, David, her hubby. This is, this is so, oh, I'm so excited to, I'm not going to, I don't want to put the, the address in front of the camera. No, it's so far. I won't be able to. Are you sure? Are you we'll sh- just we, blur it. We're just talking about parasocial. We'll just blur it. <laughs> relationships, honey. Oh, well, well, first things first, Helen, the stationery, the, the card is. Show me here. We got, we are, we are. Oh, let me show. This is my favorite color. Oh, wow. It is your favorite color. True. Purple's my favorite color. Oh, I love this. Oh. Oh, sweet Brianda. I'm so sorry that this is late. Oh. Wait, hold on. What is this? Sephora. Sephora. Ah, you got me a Sephora gift card. Ah. I'm sorry, Bible babes, if I'm being annoying. I just love. I'm. I love the Bible babes so much. You got this for my birthday. Yeah. Oh wow, this is a minute. A minute. Yeah, but minute. she's a, she's a consistent babe because. She like she texted me about it. We have been looking for this card in the studio forever. I'm gonna read this later. We couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. And then finally, um, she reached out again, saying that the card had sent, been sent back because <gasps> we forgot to put, like put part of um, the address. So now she tried sending it back again. This is so like, sweet, and I love Sephora. You know, they just had do. that sale, which mm-hmm. I couldn't be a part of but it's okay actually i did get one thing i'm not gonna lie mm. i did get one thing got the little super group like the spf spray mm-hmm. wow uh, thank you helen this means so much to me i'm gonna read this when i'm alone is god ever sarcastic biblical view on sarcasm in between like yeah parentheses what's your well well like i just said moments ago god is a personal god he's a person you know what i'm saying for the christians that's a person got a personality for the christians that listen to last week's episode Uh uh-huh exactly for the christians that have something to say (laughs) the lord is funny the lord is sarcastic and i think it's backed by scriptural truth i think he's petty sometimes that's enough out of you I don't know how I feel about you calling the Lord petty. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I don't, you know. No, no, you can't. The people that believe could maybe say uh, he's a little extra sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But it's always enough. It's always enough at the end. <laughs> I'm in deep pain. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm in deep, deep pain. <laughs> um, that's yeah. a joke. That's just a joke. It's a stupid joke. It's not a cry for help. Anywho, so yes, uh, but aside from what I think about it, it's about the Bible proves to me. Yeah, it does say like biblical viewer on sarcasm. Yeah, I mean, there me- are countless points in the Bible where you see the Lord's sarcasm on full display. Oh, I remember one. Give me one. Oh, oh, you, Clara, raised hand. Yes, you. I cannot remember the name of the person mm-hmm. or the episode, but I remember the story. What? I was someone... That went for help to a um, 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 prophet, and the prophet gave him leprosy. 
because he was bad. That's not sarcasm. You're talking yeah. about Isaiah? I don't know. No. The- it was a feel weird. Feel. With the incense? I mean, the Lord has given many people leprosy. No, but it was pity. It was like funny pity, like sarcastic, like where he didn't like. He didn't even get the chance to light the incense. He did it anyways. Hmm, I can't remember that. I one. thought you were gonna uh, um, pick the story with the donkey, but which one? The don- oh, the saint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Curse. Which wasn't really sarcastic, but it's just a little bit of. Uh, of humor, you know, a talking donkey. But that's not sarcasm. Mm. Sarcasm, when I think of the Lord uh, displaying sarcasm, I'm thinking like the book of Job. You weren't here for that episode, mm. for that book, Clara, but it, oh man, you would have loved that episode. If we ever redo a book, I would love to redo the book of Job. But I think it was Job chapter 38, where the Lord presents himself. After, I'm talking about chapter 38 is when he was, like, the Lord came about, Job is a long book. Just like Isaiah is long, Job is also long. And God only appears in the first chunk and the little last chunk. Mm. And the whole time Job is in suffering, deep suffering. And uh, uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to it, please. It's right here. Just click over here if you're watching the YouTube. Um And throughout the episode, you see Job experience the throes of grief, losing his family, of losing all his money, everything that he's earned, everything. Mm. Um, uh, And despite all of that, he doesn't lose his religion, but he wrestles with his faith throughout it. And he's counseled by friends who don't end up being helpful at all. And then a random stranger shows up and he's like, it's because you uh, uh, stopped believing in God or you had to have done something. No, I'm sorry, pardon. You had to have done something wrong. That's why you lost all your things. Mm. That's not how faith works. As I've said before, evil people are very prosperous, especially in America. So obviously that's not um, um, uh, accurate. But the sarcasm comes at the end when the Lord appears and the Lord's like, oh, I've been seeing all of these conversations and boy, are you wrong? And there's a line in chapter 38, I forget what verse, where the Lord was like, oh, but you guys know everything, right? You you were there when I created the world. You guys have so many so many answers. You guys know where sadness comes from. You were there when I created everything. So why don't you? Yeah. What well, what happened there? Were you there, friend? And in that verse, oh man, let me see if I can find it because it's for me. That's that's God presenting Himself as a sarcastic God. Hold on. It, it, it's I bet you it's gonna be the first thing that um, pops up. So it's found in Job chapter thirty eight. Uh, that's what happens when you read the word. You like start remembering things. Uh, uh, Verse 21, God says, uh, surely you know, for you were already, you have lived so many years. Like that's the Lord being like, you know it all. Right. And I just thought that that was so, it's, yeah. So yes, is, can God be sarcastic? Sure. Sure. Do you like that he's sarcastic? Absolutely. Because you love some sarcasm. Uh, yeah, I'm a comedy babe. Yeah. I sure do. Could you imagine worshiping a god that didn't have a sense of humor or didn't have, you know what I'm saying? This is an almighty, sovereign, mm. omnipotent power, and he don't know how to tell a joke or two. <laughs> you know? I mean, the, 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 the strongest indicator for intelligence is a sense of humor. True. So... Yes. Sure. Same applies. Same applies. I would never be with a, I mean, high tangy, not high tangy. I would never be with a guy who uh, didn't have a kind of like a, a knack for humor, for comedy. Right. How boring. What would you say, Clara? I said, right. How boring it would be. I don't even think that a non-comedic guy would want to be with someone like me. Well, you never know. You know, like, no, I do know. I'm way too goofy. I'm way too goofy. Serious guys don't want me. They want, they want Heather, who's a project manager at a finance firm. You know what I mean? They don't want someone like me. Uh, Some of them. Yeah, I guess. Some of them. Yeah. Anyway, it's funny that you're talking about your future husband. Because someone asked. (laughs) 
<laughs> Great transition. If you uh, plan to give your future children biblical names, and I think that question has popped in the past, but I know that it keeps getting repeated, so I figured, uh, you know. Um, guys, I don't even have a boyfriend yet, so like, oh gosh, I hope I get to have kids one day. But um, yeah, the only name, the only biblical name that I really take to uh honestly has been and it was recent um because you guys already know i want to name my my first baby boy tobin yeah you said the, that the tobin bridge boston uh and micah micah yeah it came and, but this came like soup like within the last couple weeks because mm. it was just so low-key i read the book back after the episode dropped and i was like oh man micah I always like i have to double check myself because every time you say micah remember i told you in spain Micah is a girl. It's Maria del Carmen. Oh, it's like the short right. for Maria del Carmen. So every time you say Micah, I think of a girl, but then I realize it's a boy in the, well, it's a man in the Do you miss Spain? <sighs> I miss my people in Spain. Like your family and friends? Yeah, my family and friends. And like not all the time. Like I'm happy here, you know, but like it would be nice to have them at least a little closer. Yeah. And I do miss little things that, or like part of my life, you know, and yeah. like the weather sometimes because, you know, New York, uh, uh -huh. but it's not like a crazy thing. Like, I know I can go back, you know, but yeah, I know. sometimes I do. I wonder, like, that's your home over there. I know. I haven't like, it's crazy because I got here and I got trapped by COVID. So I haven't been home since I came to the United States. So how many years? Three years? Three years without seeing my family, without... Wow seeing my friends without being there or like not even them coming here because it was everything was blocked so just like isolated for three years oh and just now it's starting to like I because I'm a very independent person like I lived abroad before and would barely talk or see my family mm -hmm. and it was perfectly fine and I think like three years is the um, the mark where I'm starting to miss my family or my friends now are like three oh. years did the trick no it does like it takes you know it takes a while for some people but because i'm very independent and i'm always looking forward you know like what i'm going to do next what's the next thing coming what is like i don't know the next but i'm not looking back but claire, now you are at some point it's like let me tell you something clara you are a tough cookie <laughs> you are t i feel like i got emotions for the both of us <laughs> like i wish the lord would have gone easy on me and maybe like sprint because you are tough yo that was so funny i was watching a movie the other day with my what? boyfriend <laughs> what? there's this scene i don't know it was someone on netflix where it's like a deaf family and one of the girls one of uh, the daughter is the only one that can hear and talk no not deaf yeah yeah they're deaf and she's the only one that can hear and talk sordo. yeah sordo. and she actually has a great voice and a passion for music so she wants to sing so it's like her parents are like, all right, like, I don't even know if you're good because I can't I can hear you, right? And then it gets like at the end of the movie, it gets like very emotional where the dad is like, okay, just let me touch your vocal cords while you sing because that's the way for him to like receive it, right? And we're watching it. And I was like, oh, that's like, that's a sweet. And like one little tear and I was laying on my one little tear drop of my, like I never cry ever. Like movies, I never cry finish and then after the the movie's you over cry. like after the scene is over my boyfriend is like you're heartless there's no way you didn't cry on this scene i'm like a little drop came like he's like nah bro like you're like he was legit just like like this was beautiful yes <laughs> i can i i end i'm a little 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 envious not that i would change my emotion i'm, I'm really emotional but i kind of envy those that so stoic. My mom is otra. My mm. mom doesn't cry. Yeah, I don't cry. I haven't seen that woman cry. I think I've seen her cry once in my life. Mm. Just no tears. Yeah. No tears left to cry, Ariana. Mm -mm. Nothing. Y'all, I was on a subway with Clara. High tangy off the high tangy. And there was, the, we were being harassed. What? We, were, oh. we were on the train <laughs> uptown <laughs> to the Bronx. Okay. <gasps> And this guy was harassing us. And I was like, okay, Clara, just turn the other way. Clara, it's okay. So just Clara, Clara, just turn the other way. It's kind of going to be fine. And Clara just puts both legs on the ground, <laughs> spreads them, and is like, mm. shut up. 
shut up. And I went, you guys, oh, no, we're not drunk. We're sober. This is the kind of level of tough that this the Spanish croquette has. She fears nothing. Like, you I would think fear. she has the, the like, the faith just the, by the way she walks. She fears nothing but... God, uh, whatever, uh, whatever the equivalent to her God is. I don't know, but you've got a whole lot of faith in something. <laughs> because let me tell you something. When I, when I, uh, I do not play with that. I'm a little like, <laughs> take whatever you need. <laughs> like, they'd be like. Yeah, you were like, no, shh, shh. Yeah. Oh Just <laughs> next question. Alrighty. Um, do you have any close friends who are strong Christians? I know you said you have some Christian friends, but do you have strong Christian friends? My childhood best friend. Oh yeah, you said you spoke about Olivia her. Dupree. Olivia, love you, live. Um, she's been my best friend since I was in elementary school. Right, and uh, uh, I even she she was of faith before I even knew what it was. And I remember her and her family kind of brought me in and they were so stable and loving and like had dinners together. Like I didn't know any of that. They prayed before their meals. I didn't know what the heck that was. Hmm. And she introduced her and her family. They introduced um, faith to me in a way that was super inviting and welcoming. Mm -hmm. And I still was an unbeliever even then, but now, in hindsight, I know that those were those were some really important um, mm -hmm. markers in my life. And who else? I but I I, I got to tell you, my immediate circle in New York City, I'm filled with uh, not filled. There are more non-believers, I would say, or agnostic people around me. <laughs> yeah, um, that's as, how I feel. Aside from my people at church, but I wouldn't say that they're close. But they're not your close yet, friends yet. Yet. Um, on TikTok, I'm friends with some people. Like TikTok, they're super fabulous. Like, I don't know. There are a lot of Christian girls that are fab and love fashion and makeup. And, you know, mm -hmm. we do the thing. You know, there's this preconception of Christians in like long skirts, no makeup. Yeah. That's not me. That'll never be me. Maybe it will be later in life if I have other uh, – if I'm, you know, but I'm not there yet. We'll figure <laughs> it out that. If you have a Micah. Running around. If I have a little baby Mike and a baby Tobin running <laughs> around. Um, but yeah, I hope that answers your question. I would love to make more. More close Christian friends would be great, of course. Where do you think you could make close? Church. Church? Like, what's the average What's the average age of the church that you go to? I would say the, the average age is leans probably a bit older, but that's because I'm intentionally at a church that's a more like traditional church. Mm. But if I was at like, you know, these other church, there's a church in Houston that's amazing. There's another church in uh, in Atlanta that's really, these other pop and mega churches where there are more young people. Is I'm there like sure churches just for youth, like just for young people or yeah. like early 2030s or something? Yeah, there are a ton of churches for everyone. Mm -hmm. There was this concert not too long ago for Christians, but the cap was 25. Wow. It was a huge stadium. It was between 18 and 25-year-olds only. So wait, how, wait <laughs> just thought just crossed my head. Right. How does this work? So if there's a church that is for like younger people, let's say between 2030s, What happens when you, you grow old? They kick you out? No, no, no. I don't. You no, no, no. You don't kick anyone out of a church. I, know, like, like I don't that. see a church no. kicking you out, but at the same time, if you want to keep it young. No, within the church there are subdivisions, subgroups. Mm. So there's like some groups have a, a young woman's group. Right. Uh, some uh, churches have a singles uh, group, which is awesome because we you obviously know, want yeah. Christians to mingle and you know. Um, And then they have probably a senior group or whatever have you. Like it's there are subdivisions within churches typically. So like if you you know that if you go on Tuesdays, that's Ex a group for exactly. whatever you're looking for. Got it. Exactly. Got it. But uh, if I'm gonna find my uh, my oof, my future husband, I just have a feeling he's gonna be in the South or in another country. You've been saying that for a minute. Yeah, or or another country. Hmm. We'll see. Say. This year, hopefully. I hope I'm taken 2022 or 2023. 
Okay, Clara doesn't want... Clara wants me to be single forever! No, I just... You gotta focus on other things right now. You're right. Is having tattoos or plastic surgery a... Si oh, wait. No, no, no. That's actually... Oh, I want to do that one. Formulated a little crazier. Is having tattoos a sin? Do you go to hell or having plastic surgery? These are things my mom claims. Oh, you got some manipulative mama, honey. Yeah, man. Uh, but thankfully, uh, thankfully, I'm not your mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Um, of course, legalistic uh, Christians and kind of like if the people that lean too heavily on the the mosaic laws and like those those conservatives believe that marking your body scarring your body in that way is an act of like defiance divine defiance like you're mutilating your body in some way or like you know what i'm saying do they have earrings no well the, the group that i well i don't know about every person, but the group that I'm referring to, some of them don't. They don't even have holes in their ears. Like, um, then if they keep it consistent like that, fair enough. But that's a very small group, I would say. Yeah. Uh -huh. But no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't believe that to be the case. And I don't think that uh, establishing a true relationship with God is compromised by ink on your skin. There's some people that say that, well, no, if you, like, this is my mom. My mom is of the group that believe that it's sinful to get a tattoo. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, I get what she's saying. Mm -hmm. My mom uh, once told me that, no, I asked her. I was like, what, you guys are going to deny people with tattoos, huh? She goes, no, if they got the tattoos before being born again, that's a different story. Those are the scars. That's their testimony. That's who they were. We can't do it. You have to accept them as they were. It's after and uh, again, I, I'm not saying I believe those things, but that's their argument. It's um, you're scarring the body that God gave you unnecessarily for cosmetic reasons. I think it's a, I think it's a it's a old fashioned point of view, to be honest. Because, conservative, yeah, it's a conservative because tattoos can also be an expression of your personality. The same way that you wear the clothes you wear, the same way that you put on a certain hairstyle, and it just speaks about who you are and the same way people write songs people you know like people paint like people have tattoos it's just an expression of who you are let me tell you something and let me tell you something. there i there's so much hypocrisy the hypocrisy the hypocrisy the planks in people's eyes i tell you i was watching or not watching i came across it on my fyp on tiktok this woman who was condemning homosexuality and all these and she brought up the legal the the legalistic christian lens right and this woman had and i know trust me i know about facial injectables, okay? I spend a lot of time researching <laughs> Botox, filler, you name it. Uh, RF, RF uh, lasers, I know <laughs> what it is, okay? This woman had to have like at least five syringes of filler on her cheeks alone. Wow. And like, like she could barely, like all these other things. And in my head, I'm like, here we have this super conservative, like, condemning all these other, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. But like, you've done so many other alterations to your body. It's like, no, it was, she was talking about trans, um, oh. trans people. But I just thought that there were, it was so hypocritical. It is. Like, you're mutilating your body. You're like altering your body. Yeah, you're literally if, doing it yourself. So. Stop it. Like, yeah. just stop it. That's why I just feel like it's a uh, like old fashioned way of saying it because in their times, tattoos were not seen as a good thing socially. Like my mom, honestly, if she knew that I have a tattoo, like she'd probably kill me. Like she really? can't go down too far now. <laughs> right. But, but she would like, well. Wait, you have a tattoo? Yeah. Where's your tattoo? <laughs> Clara. <laughs> Where's your tattoo? It's on my side book right here. Like, like on the actual boob boob or on the side? 
like yeah on the actual boo boo like right here what is it of it's um it's a dove which is the translation of my last name like cat ah. in in catalan my last name means dove so i just so wait a second well no my last my dad hold on a second hold on a second if there's a way that we can reading rainbow affect this part of the episode so clara was raised in a summer home named Bethel. <laughs> and her last name means doves. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <sighs> wow, see, the Lord does have a sense of humor. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's quite funny. Oh, he's working on you, babe. And that is just too on the nose. Too on the nose. Oh, that's my I do it for my dad, really. But um whatever. anywho, we got time for another question. And actually to add on to it, I what? did it with white ink. So it's a white dove. That I- <laughs> it's a white dove? Yeah. Right here, white ink. That's which you can barely you see. You can barely, barely see pale, it. So but I just honestly I don't do it for the like I don't think I've ever even posted it or showed it to anyone. Just like my close friends, you know, back in my actually my best friend. She was FaceTiming me while I was having it on because my first tattoo as well. But other than that, I haven't like I do it for me. Like oh actually you were asking me, do you miss your family? Guess what? Do you know? But I do it more for me than like to show the tattoo. And your dad's a biologist. Yeah. And he loves birds. And he loves birds, yeah. Yeah, everything is very Yeah. Very poetic. Do you read books? No. I was just going to say, you know what I was thinking the other day? I can tell if I'm talking to someone who reads. Reads. Yeah. And for fun. Like they've read. Mm. I, as a kid, I did not read. I never read Harry, Harry Potter. Everyone, like all the Harry Potter Oh, you see, that's the one book I've, I've read. The one and only. All of them? No, Ollie? just the first one. Okay, well. Shh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but even c- completing the first one, Mazel Tov, I couldn't do it. The first time I finished a book, start to finish, I was 21 years old. Mm. Do you enjoy writing? Uh, now I do, yeah, because I've been doing so much script writing. Right. So I'll like go online and I'll like if I like an episode of something, like I'm obsessed with the show Succession. Right. I'll just like uh, print out whatever episode that I like and I'll read. I love reading scripts, and I do read scripts for auditions and stuff. Anyways, um, but I was thinking the other day. You can really tell the difference between someone who reads and someone who doesn't. Yeah. They just have such a knack for... No, because reading structures uh, your brain. And also you learn. You, you learn so much. Um, like, I don't know, like vocabulary, ways of expressing yourself, points of view. And also like... I honestly, I, it develops your brain. Like there's an area of a, of your brain that it gets. It's like the same way that math de- develops like a, the side of logic for your brain and stuff. Reading does develop. So you can tell. Right. And I, that's why I wanted to start. Like, so do I, I sound ignorant to you? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. <laughs> I know kidding. a lot of people that don't read. I'm just kidding. Oh, baby. No, I know a lot of people. And I used to be one of them. Now I read. But as an adult, right. I, I think I just like, you know, you know what I'm... Um, Ugh, I just like reading poems. Anything that sounds like poetic. Oh, or my dad loves. writes poems. He writes poems. Yeah. He loves to write poems. Are you serious? And poor thing, nobody gives a shit about poems in my family. So he's just writing for himself. He's like trying to share. I'm like, yeah, that. Well done. I love that. That's what I do. Wow. I just write I'll for send myself. you every Christmas he creates like a special poem for Christmas. And then... <laughs> And <laughs> just like for fun, he just writes. <laughs> I love that. I know. Yeah, you're very, you guys would get along. I sure will. Yeah. I want to. Ooh, book club for you guys. I don't know if you guys, I mean, we're not on the Patreon. But for the next uh, Patreon book club, I want to, uh, I want the Bible Babes and I to read. Um, there's a poem, a poem within this larger book. Mm-hmm. And the book is called. The brother or the Karamovsky brothers, the Karamovsky brothers, written by uh, Domievsky. He's a, a, a Russian philosopher writer, and there's a story within there. I heard Jordan B. Peterson uh, talk about it, and I was like, oh, I gotta read it. Mm-hmm. It's called The Grand Inquisitor. Okay. And 
it's a story that involves Jesus coming back. Mm. Like Jesus finally comes back and it's happening. Could you imagine if Jesus comes back tomorrow? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, and the story basically is told by the narrator, his name's Ivan, and he talks to his brother who is a monk and questions his beliefs on morality mm. and of a of the existence of a personal God. And in the story, it challenges uh, morality, ethics, along with church and state. Oh. Because in the story, the Grand Inquisitor goes up to Jesus and you know what the Grand Inquisitor goes? What? By the way, I know all this because I know of the story, but mm-hmm. I want to read it for the, for the Bible babes. Uh, this is your sneak peek. <laughs> the Inquisitor goes up to Jesus and is like, bruh. Why are you here? Where'd you come? Everything was fine. We had everything going on. We had mm. taxes. People weren't stealing. Uh, we have cell phones now. Mm. Everything's great. Why'd you have to come back now? <laughs> and um, of course, they all lock him. They all lock Jesus up because oh. they think that, what are you doing? You can't be doing miracles out here. Get back in there. <laughs> so they lock him up, right? And the grand, the grand inquisitor um, um, goes to approach Jesus, obviously saying all these things like, dude, Wrong time. And you know what Jesus does? What? Jesus kisses the Grand Inquisitor on the lips and a huge light happens. Of course, this is fiction, by yeah, the way. Yeah. This is a fictional story. And the, as the, the Grand Inquisitor leaves him in the cell, but when he goes to leave, he cracks the cell door open. Mm. And... Even in that, even in that, which is like the, that's the quote unquote, the, the most sensational part of the, the whole, the Grand Inquisitor story, but it kind of makes you think about, it makes you question the, the, the existence of God, even in those that don't believe, like or even in the possibility that there could be a miraculous almighty person, like, we'll crack the door open. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. This is just me ruminating on things that I've read of the story. So let mm. me, I'm actually, no, I read a good chunk of it, but I, I want to read the whole thing and then we'll come back. That was such a stupid high tangy. No, but, um, that's not stupid. Well, uh, Bible Babes and the Patreon, we're going to be talking about that story. Last question. Um... How do you know when God is talking to you? That's a, I feel like this is a very good question, actually. How do you know? Uh, we all have different gifts. Each one of us were carefully made. Every single inch of us, every single hair on our head was deliberately given to us for a reason. And I think in those gifts are also a magnifying glass for you to find little Easter eggs. Like, I know Easter is pagan holiday, whatever, but you guys are just, you know what I'm That's saying. What like the little confirmations that the Lord provides for you, mm. whether they be in uh, another person, whether they be in a song Uh, an opportunity, uh, a poem, uh, a podcast, a mistake. Right. Just so it's not so much like direct, like talking, like something that is on your head, but like something that you feel along the day. It's something that I see. But like I said, I believe in God in three persons. Right. He presents himself both physical and in also in the metaphysical and ways that I can't even begin to see or comprehend like that's that's a part of getting to know god is understanding that some things you're not gonna fully understand but you believe so much in what he does for us and what he has done already that kind of confirms a lot of things the more uh did that make sense mm-hmm We were yeah, just like something. blindly trust whatever that's faith he has for you. I believe in miracles. Anyway, I urge you guys all to to believe in miracles. Gosh, it makes life so much more fun. So much more like, oh, 
Oh my gosh. I do, I'm not sure I could be If you guys knew the how what I'm going through right now like I can do it without the Lord. Anywho. Um that's cool. Is there something else I want to add to that? I have a question. Well, you said sometimes I hear him, but not so I know you've said that just before. like once or twice in my life. It's, but I think that's very specific times not like yeah it's not often like yeah that. i really don't he doesn't present himself auditory like that but i know that for some people he presents himself in that way not really for me i can't say that that's something that i'm used to but it's like a feeling it's a feeling can i can i can i get would you allow me please to say this with sorry please ma'am do you remember clara when i didn't have heat in my apartment for like a month. Remember, I kept. I don't know if I complained oh, to you, you about told it. Me. Yeah. Ah, um, uh, yeah. The hot water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was the heat. Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh. So for three and a half weeks, I. It was something that was up with uh, our building. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. So that. three and a half weeks, I would bundle up. I was sleeping in my coat. I was like, I had to use a, a five different blankets. Yeah, because it, it was cold. I remember it was cold weather already. It wasn't the brutal peak. Couldn't have happened to the worst time. <laughs> and I'm such a dumb, dumb idiot because what was three and a half weeks could have just been a couple nights. Damn it, Giffler. My landlord comes up and he goes to the thermostat. He goes, oh, you just got to replace the batteries. Oh, <laughs> shut up. And... Clara. I didn't know the outcome. Clara, Come hold on. on. Clara, Clara. And I go, just replace the battery, please. Put it back in the thing and get out. <laughs> and that night, Clara, I had a toasty. I cranked that up to 84. I was so like <laughs> happy, right? And that night that I had my first sleep in like my cozy, warm, comfortable, safe bed. That's the feeling of God's mm. confirmation. It's a feeling because you knew how cold it used to be and it makes you sit in that bed and you're so appreciative of everything. I began appreciating like the, the things in my room I would point out because of the warmth, you know? So that's, that's how I'll say uh, it's a feeling. Right. That's deep. Well. Well, there is more questions, but there is no more time. So, <laughs> you guys, day, folks. Thank you, thanks, guys. Um, we needed we needed today for a little a nice little break. Please come back for another story next week. We'll come back with the stories. You know, we're switching things up a little bit. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know Clara and I a little bit more this mm -hmm. episode. And yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. I don't cool. know how else to end it, but you know, you guys know I suck at endings. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>